Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. You want to hear something so totally crazy that I can hardly believe it myself? I wrote a book. Like a book that you can hold and read and underline and tear pages out of and share with your friends. And it's coming out on May 14th which is super soon. And it's kind of crazy. This book is called Own Your Everyday, Overcome the Pressure to Prove and Show Up for What You Were Made to Do. And that's exactly what this helps you do. If you have felt like you have unfigured out dreams or you don't know what you're doing with your life or you're trying to find your purpose in life and just feeling a little stuck, this is for you. In fact, Inc. Magazine named it a top nine book to read to be a better person in 2019. Like, what? I almost peed my pants when I heard that. (laughs) It's also been called The Girlfriend's Guide to a Purpose-Driven Life by Professionals in the Publishing World. But personally, I just wrote it to serve as a tool and a resource for the woman who's chasing after something more, even if she's not quite sure what that something more is, and who's also trying to find purpose and contentment right where she is with what she has, which may sound simple, but that is quite the feat. It releases on May 14th, but it's available for pre-order right now. Just go to jordanleezuli.com slash book. That's jordanleezuli.com slash book. And don't worry, we'll put that link right here in the show notes so you don't have to remember it and go type it in somewhere. (laughs) Just click that link in the show notes, grab a copy, and I cannot wait to see this in your hands on May 14th, my friend. It is going to be a game changer. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Hey gal. So on today's episode, I'm going to be answering a question from a listener and a reader named Sophie. Sophie asked, how do you avoid gossip? And that is a loaded question. And I know this is one of those things that can be so sneaky and so relevant in our lives as women and something that we can easily overlook or be totally uncomfortable with. So even though I'm not an expert at it, I thought I would try to tackle this one head on because I think all of us have been in situations where either we're the source of gossip or we feel like we're stuck in a conversation that is just full of it and we don't know quite how to get out of it. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to dive right in. I'm going to give you as many tools as I possibly can to help you not only identify, but also shut it down and have more fruitful and life-giving conversations. So first I want to talk about 
when it comes to identifying, if you feel like something might be kind of gossipy, but it's, you know, one of those questionable situations, that's the first thing I want to dive into. I have a few different things to share with you. Um, And the first would be, I want you to consider the environment or the circle, the social circle that you are um, talking with when you are talking about an issue that, you know, maybe it's really actually discussing a legitimate issue that needs to be solved. Or it could also be, you know, um, gossip, right? So when you're talking about something and let's say it's a problem that you've experienced at work or something like that, consider the environment with whom you're talking about that too. Um, Does the person that you are talking about have actual interest in the problem at hand or could they potentially provide you an actual solution to the problem that you are currently discussing or facing? That's one really important thing to think about and kind of a filter to filter any type of venting or processing or frustration to. Um, if this person is not actually either directly impacted by the problem and would need to know about it for some reason, or... Um, is not necessarily someone in confidence like a mentor or a parent or a sister who can actually provide you with ideas and tools to tackle that problem. It's probably not their business. And that's something to kind of start filtering conversations through. And if you begin to kind of go down that road to kind of stop the conversation there. Um, The second thing I would say is when you're in a conversation and you feel like, Mm, this is kind of negative, ask yourself, does this conversation or the topic at hand focus on the person or on the problem. Because I think that can be a really differentiating factor as well. If if you're talking about a problem, sure, there may be people involved, but I think it's really helpful to kind of view the conversation from a perspective of, hold on, is the majority of what we're talking about focusing on a person that we believe did something wrong, putting down the person who may be behind the problem, or is the conversation focused on the objective problem at hand? And actually finding a solution or getting to the bottom of the problem. I think that's really, really important because gossip isn't normally about problems. It's That's where it can get a little sticky. Like, are we problem solving or are we, you know, kind of um, slamming the person that may be responsible for the problem or that may have a hand in the problem? I think the focus and the direction in which you're co- conversing about what you're trying to, if you're trying to solve something, you know, that's different from just slamming the person who may have made a mistake or done something to hurt, you know, the situation or whatever it might be. So I think that's a really helpful lens and filter to um, look at your conversations through to be able to identify that. The third thing is you need to ask yourself, honestly, am I processing or am I trying to prove a point, right? Is it malicious? Are you you know, trying to prove that you're right or, again, put the person down? Or are you trying to identify the problem and therefore solution that you have actual vested interest in? And I think this is really key. Not only do you, if you're going to be talking about an issue with someone, do you want to make sure that they are the person that whose business it actually is? Like, are they actually directly involved in that? Does it could it affect them? Um, and does it affect, you know, the circle that it, that is most interested personally in that? But beyond that, do you have vested interest in it, right? If it doesn't directly affect you and you're just talking about this problem or this thing that so-and-so did or said or whatever got involved in, if it doesn't actually directly impact you, why are you talking about it? And I think that that's really, really important to Remember, because I think we can think we're processing something or we're just talking about it, but we're not intentionally trying to put someone down. But even if you're not intentionally trying to put someone down, if you're talking about something that they did or said or, you know, um, whatever got involved in, 
and it doesn't actually affect you, then that is straight up gossip. And I think you need to call it out as such. And so I think that's important to not only think through for yourself, but if you're in a conversation where someone else seems to be talking like that and you can kind of evaluate like, you know, I haven't really seen how this personally directly impacts you or affects you. That's going to be how you can identify, okay, they're leaning into gossip. Here's where my red, you know, my red alert needs to go off or my, um, kind of I need to identify that to see, okay, I need to take this conversation in a different direction because they may not even be intentionally gossiping, but that problem that they are talking about or that person that they are talking about does not directly affect them, nor does it pose an actual problem that they need to be solving. They're not actually seeking solutions. They're just sharing what they're thinking. That's how you can identify it both in yourself and in them. Another thing is, again, it's just another way to filter your conversations is by asking yourself in the middle of one of these conversations, what is the end goal? goal here? Am I trying to solve a problem or am I trying to make myself feel better or put down a person, right? Our own insecurities can kind of make us, I think, not always look at that through the most honest lens. And so the best thing I can say is to ask yourself, what's the end goal of this conversation? What is the desired outcome? Is it so that I might find a solution? Is it so that I might, you know, find a resolution to this actual problem that I'm facing or get to the bottom of this problem so that I can solve it? Or is it literally just to complain? Or is it literally just to make yourself feel better? You know, are you not giving the other person the benefit of the doubt? And I think those can be a very differentiating when you're really honest with yourself. Or, you know, if in a conversation, you can even ask, like, hold on, what's the end goal here? Like, why am I, why am I sharing this? And again, that brings back everything else I said. Am I trying to process something in order to problem solve? Or am I trying to prove a point or prove that I'm right and put someone else down? Is the focus here on the person or the problem? Is the environment, you know, that I'm sharing this in or the circle that I'm sharing this in or the person I'm sharing this in, is it relevant to them? Should they be, do they have vested interest? If not, is it not their business, right? So that is just when you're thinking through what's the end goal here, those other factors that I shared can really play into helping you answer that question and then really look at the end game of when this conversation ends, what do I hope to walk away with? Perhaps further clarity, perhaps an actual resolution, perhaps a sense of understanding, but not just like, tooting your own horn, right? Like, okay, cool. Like I put them down. I feel better. And of course we don't actually say that, but that's kind of what happens. So that can be a really healthy filter to really look at all of your conversations through. Thank you to Lola for sponsoring this episode. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. The founders started their company with a simple and seemingly obvious idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. They asked themselves, if we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use, why shouldn't the same be true of our feminine care products? Amen. Unlike the major brands, Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. No BS, mystery fibers, or doubts about what's going into your body. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription. Lola will deliver exactly what you need, exactly when you need it. The FTA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't. Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and more. Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Their feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemicals, cleansing agents, fragrance, and dyes. Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. 
This is a company founded by women for women. It makes your month just a little bit easier too. Their subscription is fully customizable so you can choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. Lola's subscription is super flexible as well. You can change, skip, or cancel it at any time. Personally, my mom recently called me and she was like, Jay, you should probably really be using organic products. And so I went to the store and I actually had a hard time finding some stuff. And so when I heard about Lola, I was like, oh, I definitely have to look into this. And I really love the convenience of it because it's not that easy to find. The majority of brands out there don't offer 100% natural organic products, even in feminine care. So if this is something that you're interested in checking out and you agree that you would love to have a healthier alternative to what's out there in the, in the major mainstream market, go to mylola.com and get 40% off of any subscription by using the promo code SHE. Just go to mylola.com and enter the promo code SHE. Woo! Go organic tampons. <laughs> Another thing that I would say is if you talk to more than three trusted people about it, you're probably not seeking so much of a solution as you are seeking attention. And that's super convicting. But if you really think about that, why would you need to talk to more than a few maybe trusted mentors or people in your um, circle that could really advise you and give you solutions to that problem, right? If you're seeking counsel from 10 different people and calling your sister and your old college roommate and your mom and your coworker and your friend and your neighbor and everybody knows about this problem in your life with this person, you're suddenly no longer trying to find resolutions to the problem. I think you're just almost over-processing and your emotions are getting in the way. Now everybody knows about it. So again, that can be really hard when your emotions are raw. And it's like, if something just, I mean, I've been in situations where something just shocks me and comes up and wherever I'm at, it just like, I'm seeking help, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? I'm so overwhelmed. And I have to kind of catch myself in those situations as much as I can and kind of go, wait, a second, is this the best place to be having this conversation? Um, and so, you know, no one's perfect at it, no one's a machine, but I think ask yourself, have I now talked to five, six, seven, eight different people about this? And is it all eight people's business? Can they actually provide me solutions and ideas for resolution? Or now am I just processing and like seeking like a nice pat on the back or attention? So that's a really helpful way to look at all of your conversations and identify is this gossip or is this actually um, effective and productive and fruitful conversation? So now that I've shared all that, I know that's a lot to digest, um, I just want to give you a few ideas on how to shut down a conversation, whether you're the cause of the gossip or the other person is the cause of the gossip. Um, if you partake in it, you're equally as guilty. Sorry about you. Um, but I want to give you a few ideas on how to either divert and go a different direction or completely shut down that conversation. So the first way is how to do it directly. And this is pretty obvious. It's If you're kind of confident and outspoken and you are comfortable saying something very direct, then it could just be something as, hey, you know what? I am straight up not comfortable where this direction where this conversation is going and I want to take it in a different direction or you can change the topic of conversation you know if your friend Mary is totally talking about her friend Susie and I don't know why I use the most random names. But anyways, if, you're, if your friend Mary is talking about her friend Susie and at first it talked about a problem she was facing with her, but now it's just become, yeah, and she always says this and like the last time she did this, and, you know, she just goes on and on and on. Um, Let's say she brings up, you know, another situation where something similar happened and she touches on, you know, a way she texted her, you know, with a passive, you know, aggression or something like that. And she goes into the whole example. Well, you can pick up on one element of that so that you don't feel like completely rude, but you're still being pretty direct. You could say something like, oh my gosh, speaking of texting, my mom texted me the other day, look at this picture, right? And just bring up something that's somewhat related, like even if it's only 2% related to what she said, to be able to change the conversation 
but not make her feel like I'm, you know, just telling you to stop talking. Now, I think if she continues or she comes back to what she was trying to finish saying, then that's when you can say, hey, you know what? Like, I totally get why this is hard for you and this is really hurtful. And any way I can, like, support you, I will. So that you're not, you know, you want to validate and affirm if someone's really going through something challenging or facing a challenge in their relationships. Um, But if it doesn't really directly impact you and you have no real vested interest in this and you've already given a piece of advice to help solve the actual problem and now it's just getting gossipy and toxic, that's when you can straight up call it out if you are comfortable and you're a direct confrontational person. But I know some of us aren't always that way, and I think it can be very situational, too. There are some relationships and people that I can be way more confrontational and straight up with and some that I can't, maybe because they don't know me as well or, you know, I'm not as comfortable. And so a more indirect way to kind of divert a conversation or shut down gossip would be really think about your body language. Don't sit there and smile and nod and say, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because all you're doing is affirming what they're saying and, like, egging it on without even probably meaning to. You're, you know, in your mind, you're just trying to be respectful and listen and be a listening ear. And it might even be kind of juicy and interesting. So you're like kind of passively listening. Um, So kind of what I would share or say is consider your body language and how you're responding, even if you're not contributing to the gossip, you know, even if you're not directly putting down another person or anything, or, you know, even if you're not even asking more questions to try to get more information because it's interesting, just considering your body language. Are you smiling and nodding? Are you, you know, saying, "Mm mm-hmm, yep, totally getcha. You know, all you're doing is confirming that. So I think a better thing to do would be maybe cross your arms. Maybe don't, you know, smile and nod. Maybe don't say, "Mm mm-hmm, yep. You could even say, I totally hear that. That's frustrating. You know what, by the way, and switch the conversation. So a little bit of a, it can be direct or indirect when you switch the topic of conversation. But I think your body language has a lot to do and it communicates a lot to the person. And if you're receiving that and you're continuing to confirm that, yes, keep going, yes, keep going, I'm listening. And it's beyond the point of, hey, I'm asking for advice, I'm really stuck, then that's when you can be a little bit indirect, but still pretty clear on I'm uncomfortable and I'm not open to this conversation. So body language is key. And that can be sometimes a little bit of an indirect way to shut it down. The third thing I would say is when you notice that you are the source of the gossip or that it's coming out of your own mouth, because I've totally been there. um, That's when you can call yourself out, right? There's no like, it might be a little embarrassing, but there's not nearly as much of a um, fear or challenge to be very direct about what you're doing and being very clear with yourself. And So if you notice that you are the source of gossip or it's coming out of your own mouth, I think you just have to own it, my friend. (laughs) And I think we live in a world of like, we want to pass blame and we don't want to own it. We want to justify everything. But there are times where you have to be like, yeah, that... I'm not, I'm not doing this very fairly. I think I need to take a break. I'm going to take five, you know, and you can straight up call that out and say, you know what? Sorry, I'm just overly emotional. I'm PMSing. I'm exhausted, whatever it is. Or don't make an excuse and just say, you know what? I'm being gossipy right now. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be talking about this. This is, you know, not fair to the third party involved or whatever. And so even say, let's talk about something else. I feel like my own emotions are causing me to move from processing to gossiping. I'm sorry. This is not something I should be, you know, including you in or talking about. How are you doing? You know, tell me about your life or, hey, how'd that go with that guy? Didn't you go on a date too long ago? You know, not too long ago. Completely switch the conversation. Call yourself out and then show interest in whoever you're talking with. 
and show interest in their life. Because otherwise, you're just bringing toxic words and energy to the conversation. So you can switch if you're like, you know what? I'm talking about something that I or this person involved in the conversation do not have vested interest in, and it's becoming gossipy. So instead, I'm going to turn around and call myself out and then invest in that person and show vested interest in them and their life. So it's just a really sweet way and simple way to switch and be honest, own it, take the blame, and then move on in a positive direction. So that's all I have to say about that. I know I probably just threw a lot at you, but this is such a tough topic and it can be so sensitive and it can be very sneaky and really hard for us as women to really determine is this gossip or am I problem solving? So hopefully a few of these um, just filters and guidelines will help you be able to identify that in a way that is simple, clear, helpful, and really be able um, to empower you to bring more life and light and positivity to your conversations so that those around you really do feel just lifted up and light and love from the conversations they have with you rather than gossiping. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. This show is a part of the Lasting Media Network and produced by John Fender, Jason Barrett, and Jonas Litton with the help of Jackson Willis. Visit lastingmediagroup.com to learn more. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.